We're about to uh, learn some uh, things about probability, and uh, I'd like to introduce people to an old dice game, or at least one version of it. Um, it's called uh, Farkle, and the way it works is you have six regular six-sided die, and people take turns. You have to have at least two, more the merrier. And uh, you start off by each person throwing one die, and the high number wins. If there's a tie, this, those two duke it out until someone has a higher cast of the die. And that person starts um, a round, a round of turns. And the idea is that you go around clockwise, and each time you have a turn, you're going to start off rolling all six die. And you score points with certain combinations of numbers. And the idea is uh, you have to get at least 350 to start scoring on a notepad. Hopefully someone's going to take you know, keep track of, of the points for everybody. We're going to say that we're going to score them on the board. It's actually probably a piece of paper. Um, and then finally, um, this goes around and around, and then when someone hits or exceeds 5,000 points this way, uh, it's not quite the victor yet, because everybody gets the same number of turns. That's why it's important to remember who won the the first starting off point he was the first one to start because anybody who has not yet had a chance on that round let's say the third person in there gets five thousand everybody else fourth fifth sixth up to the the end they haven't had as many rolls as that person who just scored five thousand so they get a chance to try to do better and you'll see in a minute why uh, the way you behave would be different then. You might take more risks if it's one of these end game situations. So let's take a look at the scoring. Don't get too scary. It, it, I'm going to go over this again at the end. Before long, you'll, you'll see that there's a nice pattern here. So if you have a single die, anything that's a, a 1 or a 5 is worth something, either 100 or 50. And then there's ways of grouping them by 3s or triplets. And if they're all 2s, it's 200, all 3s, 300, all 4s, 400, all 5, 500, all 6, 600. And then 1 is special. If you have 3 1s, it's not 100, it's 1,000. All right, and then finally, there's another way of scoring using all six dice. If um, if there are three pairs, then that's worth 1,500. Or if it's one, two, three, four, five, six, they call that a straight. That's also worth 1,500. Yeah, three farkles in a row. They uh, most people don't do this. It's adding insult to injury. Farkle, as you'll learn, is a bad thing, not a good thing. Okay, here's a typical turn. We just threw some dice, and it looks like, uh, let's see, is this a straight? Let's see, one, two, no, there's no three, so it's not a straight. Um, is there um, uh, three of anything? No. There's two twos, but that's it. There isn't two pairs. So it looks like the only thing I can score on, this one here, that's worth 100, and that's worth 50. Now, I could score the 1, I could score the 5, or put it towards the total, and then cast the remaining. If I take out 2, I can have 4 to roll. But if I only take out 1, I got 5 to roll, I might have better chances of getting another combination. So I think I'm just going to keep one of the dice so that I can keep rolling with the remaining 5. And that's worth 100 so far. Now, it's not on the board yet. That's just the points for this particular roll. It's still 
um, it's still up in the air. It's at risk. Because if I cast the remaining die, and there, here's the case here, if there are no points to score, I lose everything, including that 100. Well, let's see. Did, is that what happened? No. Five, five, five. You know what? You would think that this is three fifties because these are our fives. But the fact that there's three of them makes it one of those triplets. It's actually worth 500 points. So I have 500 from this one. I have 100 from that. That's 600. But I've not yet put it on the board yet. I have to make a decision now. If I want to go in on the board, I'd have to leave behind dice. So I could leave behind the 2 and the 6, leave them there, and then the 600 go on the board. If you're playing conservatively, uh, if it's your first roll, you have to, uh, before you are allowed to score something less than 350, you have to be on the board. In order to get on the board, you have to score at least 350. Um, but there's a decision you can make. You could maybe keep rolling. If you keep rolling, it risks that 600 points, but we get another chance. So let's go for a broke. So here I've scored this. I scored this. These are just staying on the board. I'm going to pick up these two dice. I'm going to roll them. And now why is this risky is, well, maybe neither one is a one or a five. Then, it would, then I would lose those points. So that would be bad because with 600, I could go on the board, you know. But if I'm playing, you know, kind of adventurous if we risk the 600 the idea is if i can keep keep it going so that i scored all six points then the next roll if i'm willing to risk it i can then roll six dice again and i have a, a chance of getting a straight or i have a chance of getting uh three pair or, or a combination of of three of the same number so let's let's try it just for fun let's just roll it oh okay let's just say i'm very lucky that I rolled two ones from that last two dice. These I didn't touch. These are just on the board. So let's say I just rolled these two. Now the thing is, you might think that's 800, but it's not 800. It's only 800 if I make a choice to risk the 800 and keep rolling. Because if I score on both these dice, I'm not leaving behind any dice. I can't put that on the board yet and stop my turn because I'm not leaving behind anything. I'm scoring everything, in which case I have to keep rolling. Then the next roll would be all six dice again. Now, it's not likely that if I'm rolling six dice that none of it would score, but it happens. And if it does, it's called a farkle. And that's what the name of the game is. So, here's another choice you could do. If you want to be conservative at this point, you could just score one of them and leave this one behind. So you get 700 points, but if you leave that behind, if you don't count the 100 against you, you leave that behind, then you can record and, and stop your turn, and you could put, so to speak, the 700 in a, in a bank. You know, it, it, Once you have that from a turn, at the end of your turn, you've scored on, on the board, there's no other role that you can do later on that would take those points from you. So if you want to have 800 and keep rolling, it's a risk. You might cast all six, and if you don't score anything, that 800 goes away, unless it's on the board. So that's your choice. <clears throat> well, let's take a look. Let's let's just presume we put 700 of it away, leaving the one behind unscored so that we could put it on the board. All right, now here we've got three people uh, playing. Let's say the Pep Boys, Manny Moe, and Jack are playing, and 
Manny just scored that 700 and Mo and Jack. Someone should be in charge of keeping track of the score. Each time you take a turn, it's it's important to know that if you're scoring on everything and there's no dice behind, you're not done yet. You gotta you're you're you have to roll one more time. You gotta risk those points. If but if you want to score on points, as long as you get 300 on the board already, it's okay. Uh, you could score them as long as you're leaving behind uh, something on the board. Okay, so next turn, let's roll these. All right, what do we got? We got two sixes. Hmm, so it can't be a straight if you got two of anything. Uh, oh, dear. All right, well, there's no triplets. There's uh, not three pair. I almost had three pair. I have two fours, two sixes, but the three and the two don't match. Um, there's no ones. There's no fives. Oh, my goodness. This is an example of a farkle. There is nothing to score on this. If this is your first roll, or whatever roll it is that you rolled, if there's nothing to score, you lose your turn. If you had any total that was from that last roll, it goes away. The only thing you keep are things that from a previous turn, if you had managed to score anything on the board. Okay. So it does happen. So just to emphasize, you got to leave behind dice in order to put things on the board to complete your turn. Or... You could end the turn by risking it all, keep going and going until finally you get a roll, and whatever number of dice that you're rolling, if those, whichever you're rolling comes up empty with nothing to score, your turn is over and you don't put anything on the scorecard. It's up to you. All right. Let's say we've rolled this one. Let's see. We got, uh, is this anything? Is this a Farkle or uh No, look at this. One, two, three, four, five, six. It's a straight. It's actually worth a lot. 1500 Now, you would like to say, ooh, 1500 Okay, let's put that on the board. I'm done. Well, you can't do that. Why? Because in order to score a straight, you're scoring on all six dice. You haven't, leave anything, you haven't left anything behind. you got to risk the 1500 You got to. No choice about it. you got to throw the dice one more time, and hopefully it's not a Farkle. If it's a Farkle, you, you, all those points go away. But... You could go like a madman and just keep rolling and rolling. I've seen people keep going and going until it's thousands of points, and they still keep rolling. They risk it all, but a lot of points can be gotten in a single turn. All right. Now, what happens when we get to the end game? Let's say Manny, Mo, and Jack are playing, and Mo uh, gets 5,000. He scores 5,000. Now, he's not automatically the victor. He probably is the victor. But remember how Manny started when the first roll, he was the first one to have a turn? He's all done because Mo scored 5,000 in the same number of turns as Manny. So he, Manny's definitely not the winner. But what about Jack? Jack only has 2,000. Do you think he's a loser? Not yet. Why? Because Mo has had one more turn than Jack has to get to that score. And you can score a lot in one round to Fargo. So, anybody after Mo who hasn't had as many turns as Mo, or whoever it is that scored the 5,000 first, they get another turn. And you can see why the, the, the strategy at the end game would be different from the strategy 
earlier in the game. There's no reason to be conservative now. Jack should just keep rolling and rolling and rolling and rolling and scoring up as many points as he can. He might as well risk it all because if the point total is less than 5,000, he knows he's lost. So it happens to be very fun, this part of the game, because people would take risks that they wouldn't otherwise, and you'd be surprised how many points and how many times folks from behind can actually end up the victor. It makes the game a game and very fun. All right, let's just review those little scores. Again, you can score a single one as 100. A single five die would be 50. There's uh, six ways of getting a triplet. If you have three ones, you could put them to one side. That counts as a thousand. Three twos is 200. Three threes is 300. Three fours, 400. Three fives, 500. Three sixes, 600. And there's two special rolls. And the only way, of course, to score this is if uh, you happen to be rolling all six dice. You can't combine from something from a previous roll, and you, know, you can't do that. <laughs> you can't say, oh, I had the, this from the first roll, or the one for the first roll. No, you can't do that. You have to, all at once, have to just roll to count as one of these. So, obviously, one through six. Uh, and then here's the one that we often overlook, so don't do that. If you have three pairs then that actually counts as a lot too. But again, you can't score it immediately to the board. If you've won something with a six die roll, you got to roll it at least one more time. You got to risk those points in order to score those points. All right. All right. Now you're probably wondering, well, why is this in a math? Ah, finally, there is some math. It's all about probability. If you're scoring on five dice, that means you're going to be rolling just one die. What's the probability that you'll farkle by rolling one die? Think about it now. The 1 and the 5 score. That wouldn't be a farkle. Well, what does that leave? The complement. Ah, so 2, 3, 4, or 6. 4 out of the 6 possible ways means it's 4 over 6, or 2 thirds probability, that uh, you will farkle. So, you think about that. This is a little bit more complicated. What if you're scoring on 4 dice? So you're going to be rolling 2. What's the probability that you're Fockerel now? Is that more likely or less likely? Actually, it's less likely, right? Between the two dice, that one of them is a five and one of them is a four, possibly both of them four. So go ahead and start counting the number of ways that could happen. All right, think you can master that one. Here's one. If you're rolling six dice, what's the probability of rolling a straight? Well, if you want to think about that, how many possible ways could you roll any of the six dice? Well, there's six possibilities for this first die. For each of them, there's six more. For each of those, 36, there's six more. So you get the idea. It's going to be six of the six possible ways of casting six die. That's the denominator. Now you have to think about the numerator. How many ways can you have a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6? Well, it doesn't have to be 1 in the first position. The 1 could be in any of the six positions. So that's going to be a, it's a little bit more tricky, isn't it? Yeah, so it might be a combination involved to figure out the numerator. And then finally, the most tricky one here, if you're rolling six dice, what's the probability that you're Farkle? Now, probably easier is to figure out ways of scoring. All the different ways you have six dice that would count for something and then see what's left over from six to the sixth power. 
Okay, remember there's more than one way to score, right? You could do straight, you could do uh, three pair, you got to figure out the probability for three pair. Then you have to figure out the possibility of getting one combination of three, or maybe two combinations of three, or uh, any one of them being a one, or any one of them being a five. So this is actually quite a difficult question. Uh, what's the probability of a farkle? But it's a good puzzle, isn't it? More fun, perhaps, for each of you to start getting out those dice and uh, playing some Farkle yourself. It's a very fun game. I, I learned it from the Christian brothers. And um, so my thanks to Brother Chris and Brother Jack, who, uh, who uh, up in uh, Huntington Lake showed me how to play this game right before dinner time. And we played it before dinner most every night uh, for a couple weeks in the summer. So great game. Pass it along to you. Thank you.